You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Today I'm going to minister a message, one with a difference. One with a difference. There, there are many presidents, there are many teachers, there are many attorneys, there are many doctors, there are many housewives, moms and dads. That's out there. But how many are there with a difference? How many is there with a difference? God's plan for your life has not changed. You might be facing some challenges, some difficulties, but God's plan for your life to be one with a difference has not changed. Daniel, although he was in the lion's den, although he's been through difficulties, he was one with a difference. Daniel 6 verse 3 says, Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was within him. Excellence is not something that starts on the outside. It's something that starts on the inside. Excellence is not having an Armani suit. You can have an Armani suit and still not have excellence. And you can have one set of clothes and it's neatly ironed and it's clean. You can have more excellence because excellence is a spirit on the inside. Joseph had a different spirit that even when he was in prison, he still walked in that excellence. He walked with a different spirit that they could put him in charge of the whole prison. Because it's not something that happens on the outside. It's something that happens on the inside. Your situation and your circumstances should not determine how you behave. Can I have one amen? Has it been a bad week? Has it been a tough week? <laughs> it doesn't matter what situation you find yourself in, how you handle it matters. It matters what you do in a situation. When there's difficulty and unrighteousness coming against you, it matters that when unrighteousness is pressing against you that you continue in righteousness. Turn with me in your Bibles to, go to the book of Judges. I was going to preach on David, one with a difference, a young boy that killed a giant. But as I was reading the book of Judges and I, I saw what Gideon went through, I just identified it right now a bit more with Gideon. So let's read. Are you there? Judges 6, verse 11. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was an opera, which belonged to Joash the Abia's right, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. How interesting, sometimes when we are hiding and we are afraid, God won't declare over us what we are going through, but He'll declare what He believes and what He has called us to do. Amen? That's why you need heaven's opinion about your situation where you find yourself right now. It says, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Gideon said to him, oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about? Can I stop there for one minute? Has that been your cry? God, 
If you're then with me, why am I going through this? Don't raise your hand. Just double blink at me if I'm talking to the right people here this morning. Amen? Have you had that heart's cry? God, if you're with me, why am I going through this? Here's Gideon. Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt, but now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites? Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? Sometimes we can say to God, It's impossible. It's not going to happen. Where are you? You're not with me. And God will not change his confession. Gideon, I've sent you. Go. Go. Turn to the person next to you and say, You can believe God's word. Turn to the person on the other side and say, You can believe God's word. The word that God has given you, your life depends upon it. When you realize that the word, this word, your life depends upon it to fulfill your purpose and your destiny, you'll approach it in a completely different way. In a completely different way. The truth is your life depends upon this. Because in your word, there's healing power. In God's word, there's sanctification power. In this word, there's deliverance power. Power to bring breakthrough. Power of salvation is in this word. If you want to succeed in life, you're going to have to make this, the word of God, the standard for your life. Approach this word as if your life depends upon it. When you read it, read it as if your life depends upon it. Because your life depends upon it. Amen? James 1 verse 21, it was part of the declaration. You have to receive this word with meekness into your heart. Why? Because it's able to save your soul. Sometimes the things that you are facing that's coming against you is making you think all different things. Making you look at a situation and thinking it's impossible. But when you receive the word of God with meekness into your heart, it will start to change your way of thinking about that situation. And something that seemed impossible will now be possible. If you really want to be one with the difference, there's only one way you have to be born again. Turn to the person next to you and say, you must be born again. Why? Because that seed, the word, the Bible says, therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, not James 1. Go to 1 John. 1 John 3, 9. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin. Because he's been born of God. I'm not saying you're not going to sin ever again. I'm saying the spirit part of you. 1 Corinthians 6, 17 says, He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. That spirit part that's linked up with God is the incorruptible seed, Jesus Christ himself. When you are born of the spirit, you are linked up with God. That part cannot sin. 
Peter calls it the divine nature of God, that we have become partakers of the divine nature of God. 2 Peter 1 verse 3. There's nothing ordinary about you when you become born again. You are linked up with God. You are linked up with His divine nature. A nature that cannot sin. That's why we walk in the Spirit. We are led by the Spirit. Spirit of holiness. 2 Peter 1 verse 3. And His divine power is given to us all things. So that divine power, that divine nature is what makes you one with the difference. That's why there was an excellent spirit on the inside of Daniel because it was the spirit of God that rested upon him. When you become born again, you cannot remain the same. You'll start to change. One with the difference. We need that in this country right now. Not for everybody to behave the same as what's happening in the world, but to be one with a difference. When you are born of God, God's word is on the inside of you. This word is pure, it's holy. It's God himself on the inside of you. This has the power to save your soul, to change your way of thinking. When you read the word of God, it will change your way of thinking. Amen? This Gideon... I love the story of Gideon because it gives hope to people like me and like you that feel sometimes that you're down and out. Have you been hiding? Have you been feeling weak? Have you been in a place where you just want to run away? Am I talking to the right people here? You feel like that and now the Word of God comes and say, mighty man of God, go in this strength and go save a whole nation. And your excuses, excuse me, I'm from the smallest little village, the smallest little tribe, and I'm hiding where nobody can see me. And God, now you come to me and you say you want to use me to save a nation? Am I talking to the right people? Turn to the person next to you and say, be one with the difference. Tell them again, say, be one with the difference. Go to Judges 6 verse 15. So he said to him, Oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Turn to the person next to you and say, You can have conversations with God. You know, sometimes you can tell God, I don't think I can do it. He says, Oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Just because you feel weak, and discouraged does not mean God is not still going to do it. Amen? When you are born again, the Spirit of God working in you and with you and through you is going to help you and take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Remember, in our hearts we are made to be like God. In our hearts we are made to be like God. From the beginning, God designed you to be one with a difference. There are many people that will not make a difference in this world. But God has planned and purposed and predestined for you to be one with the difference. As soon as you get linked up with God, get ready to make a difference in people's lives. Am I talking to the right people here? Can you see how much we need the Word, how much we need the Holy Spirit in our lives? 
There's one part as I was reading it that meant so much to me. Verse 27. So Gideon took ten men from among his servants and did as the Lord had said to him. But because he feared his father's household and the men of the city too much to do it in the day, he did it by night. Can I tell you something? Just because you're scared is not a reason not to obey God's word. Just because you are fearful is not a reason not to obey God's word. You can have fear and be concerned about a situation, but still obey God's word. Turn to the person next to you and say, obey God's word. When I read this, I wrote down immediately, just because you fear is not a reason not to obey God's word. Because that spirit on the inside of you, when fear wants to grip you here, the spirit of God on the inside will push that fear aside. Because God says, I've not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind, so that you can think clearly. Because fear is more deceptive than Satan himself. Fear will cause you to be paralyzed. Fear will cause you not to take action. But here, he was fearful, but he still allowed the word of God to overrule everything. He was obedient to the word of God, even though fear gripped his heart. And he did not allow it to take hold of his heart, but allow the Spirit of God, the Word of God, to dominate his heart by obeying the Word of God. Many of you are fearful about the future, but God has given you a promise. The promise is that he is going to use you and take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Do you know when the change came? Do you know when the change came? When you're obedient to God's Word, Acts 5 verse 32 says that the Holy Spirit is given to those who obey him. You know what's the next thing that happened? The Spirit of God came upon Gideon because he obeyed God. Verse 34 says, but the Spirit of God came upon Gideon. Then he blew the trumpet. Wow. Your obedience is the only proof of your faith. Your obedience, trusting the Word of God, brought the difference. When the Spirit of God comes upon you, things will start to change immediately. Before the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit, they were only asking questions. Asking questions, asking questions. But once they were filled with the Holy Spirit, they became the answer. They could go into the world and preach the gospel, lay hands on people, and things started changing. Turn to the person next to you say, obey God's word. Turn to the person on the other side, obey God's word. If you want to be one with the difference, you're going to have to obey God's word. How do you become one with the difference? It's what I said in the beginning. You have to approach God's word very carefully as if your life depends upon it. Because that obedience, when the spirit of God came upon him, and it was within him, the people around him started seeing it and saying, there's something different about this man. We can follow him. We can go with him. And he brought hope to everybody that was around him. David as well. David was a young youth, but people could see the grace of God upon his life. They could see that the Spirit of God was with him. People didn't go to David. Armies didn't gather to David because he was the strongest. There were people that were stronger than him. Go read your Bible. Mighty men that came to him, but they came to him 
because he, there was something different about him. They could see the grace of God upon his life. They could see that the Spirit of God was with him. David knew he was not a giant slayer. He knew he was different because the Spirit of God was with him. He knew he was a giant slayer because he had a friend in the Holy Spirit. That's what made him different. And he did everything to protect the presence of God. That's why when he sinned, he prayed, Lord, do not let your spirit depart from me because he knew he was not a giant slayer. Am I talking to the right people here? Turn to the person next to you. Say you have a friend in the Holy Spirit who disposes of giants. A prayer we can pray every day, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me. Touch my heart, change my heart, fill my heart. Mince my heart if you have to, to do your will now and forever. Amen. Turn to the person next to you, say whether you like it or not. You're one with a difference. Turn to the person on the other side, say whether you like it or not. You are called to make a difference. Family, remember, faith is not for the possible. Faith is for the impossible. This Gideon asked God for a sign. He said, if you are with me, where's the miracle? God said to him, you want to see a miracle? I'm going to show you a miracle. You think you're going to march up with thousands? No, 300. But it was 300 men in unity, men in covenant, and when they had to approach the enemy, their cry was, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And 300 men gave the victory. When the Spirit of the Lord was upon them, all things that seemed impossible, even when they were outnumbered, they knew that those that were with them are more than those that are against them. And that's the victory that they had. They became one with the difference. Gideon inspired hope to those around him. Are you ready to be one with the difference? Are you ready to ask the Holy Spirit to come and saturate you and fill you? Ready to let go of those excuses? You know, if there's anybody that can have excuses, it's me. I'm the first pastor in our whole family. And I don't even want to be a pastor. Amen. God had to get hold of me. So I always say to people, I highly recommend if you, God has called you, try and run away. There's my mother. I'll tell you now the prayers of a mother that commits a child to God. Lord, I promise him to you. I give him to you. God heard that prayer before I said anything. And he was working and bringing me to that place. So your getting excuses, it's not going to work. But when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you'll become one with the difference. Amen? Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand. I'm going to close with this. You have to be one with the difference. Every teaching Jesus came to give challenged people's thinking to be different. In Matthew 5, he said, you've heard. Just love your neighbor and hate your enemies. He says, I want to tell you something new. Love your enemies. He says, you've heard it's an eye for an eye, telling you it doesn't work like that anymore. 
It says, I'm not just going to bless those that's going to do good to you. It says, I want to tell you, bless those that's not doing good to you. It says, those that are your enemies, you were told to hate them. I'm telling you, love them. It says, those that despitefully use you, it says, pray for them. It says, those that want to curse you, bless them. What was Jesus saying? He was teaching something very different than all the Pharisees of the day. He was saying, be one with the difference. Have the spirit of my Father who loves everybody. When people want to move in one direction, you be one with the difference. To be one with the difference, when they curse you to bless them, you need the help of the Holy Spirit. When they continue to despitefully use you to pray for them, you need the help of the Holy Spirit. To love your enemies, you need the help of the Holy Spirit. Am I talking to the right people here? The fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. I shared on Thursday, I said, that's why God cannot entrust many people with this kind of power to heal and to deliver. Because they'll use that power to destroy people instead of to help people. If you don't have love, because faith works through love. Let's do a quick test quickly. If you could call down fire from heaven. If you can call fire down from heaven. And somebody kept on parking on your parking spot. And you say to them, please don't park on this parking spot. I love you. I want to bless you. I'm praying for you. And tomorrow they park there again. Are you going to start having the conversation, you know I can call fire down from heaven? (laughs) If it's now day three, how will the pray for those who despitefully use your parking without permission and they can see your name is written there? Am I still talking to the right people here? You know what is the thing that ensnares you so quickly. Hebrews says, lay aside that weight and that sin that so easily ensnares you. I'm sure by day four or five, the conversation will be something like, brother, if you park here again, neither you or me will ever see this car again, and only God will know where it is. Amen? (laughs) Am I talking to the right people here? Jesus said, let us be one with a difference. The disciples, before they were filled with the Holy Spirit, only asked questions. But after they were filled with the Holy Spirit, they started being the answer to those around them. If you want to be one with the difference, how do you do that? The Bible teaches us in Joshua 1 verse 8. Number one, meditate upon the Word of God. Meditate upon the Word of God. Number two, declare the Word of God. Say it. Say it. Confess it. Declare it. Number three, obey it. Observe to do, and then God will make your way successful. When you obey the word of God, Acts 5 verse 32 says, the Holy Spirit is given to those who obey him. When we do that, you'll automatically become one with a difference. See you Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.